0: Live from the EBSN online studios in, in Columbus, Columbus Ohio. Ohio. It's Silver and Blue Nation, the, the voice of diehard Die Dallas Cowboy, Cowboy fans. Now, here are your
1: hosts, Big Game James and Producer G.
2: What up, everybody? Happy Training Camp Day. Happy Training Camp Day. It's another day. It's going to be Training Camp Day here in a little bit. Been about two, three days of it, Pads, yesterday, and it's finally here. It's finally here. Yes. Cowboys football is here. I'm Big Game James.
0: I'm Producer G. No more offseason.
2: No more off season. Now it's this season. Now it's this training camp. Now it's this please no injuries. Now it's just love and and just hitting and fighting and throwing on the ground and smacking your face and tackling in the ground and interceptions and all that good stuff. And I'm just ready for it. I'm excited for it. And it's just, it's, it's just a beautiful day. I just want to say something right quick. I'm not going to be wearing a black Bart hat all the time. But it was Cowboys, official Cowboys hat day. So since I wasn't on the air yesterday, I'm going to wear it today. And then I also got the fresh glasses, courtesy of my oldest son, courtesy of my youngest son, who jacked my oldest son, who I jacked.
0: That's interesting.
2: So he left them at the crib. And Mm -hmm. I said, guess what? I'm going to put these on because you said these were a prescription. I put them on and I can see. So... Yeah, That's they excellent. might look funky. It's nice I'm, to
0: see you got the clear eye view.
2: Yeah, I'm looking. i am got the clear eye view and I got the Von Miller look. So uh, howdy partner with my glasses. I can see. So let's do this and let's jump in there. And it's going to have a good show. Let me just jump yes. in and tell you a few things. I'm sorry, G. Brandon Tucker from Trench Warfare. Lincoln Coleman from Super Bowl 93. And I think Tyson's going to call in here too.
0: Yes, big show today. We got a lot of guests lined up. A lot of things going on. Obviously, he's really busy with training camp and everything. Uh, six more Sundays, folks. That's it. Just 42 more days till kickoff is here. There's no more offseason. We're all excited. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It's the Silver and Blue Nation live podcast. You know all we're talking is Dallas Cowboys. We're on YouTube uh, as well as Law Nation's YouTube, and we're on a lot of Facebook live platforms as well. You need to jump on the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page. Go to the live video on right there. That's where we'll be giving shout outs and looking at everybody's name as yes. we do always. If we want to start off with a couple before we get into some Cowboys training camp discussion, uh, let me jump on our YouTube channel. We got Stevie Max says he's been looking forward to this all day. Hell yeah. Um, he's talking about Byron Jones maybe balling out right now and ah. uh, Rodney Jones <laughs> says Let's uh, James Sorrell <laughs> says he's pumped the season's coming. Thanks, everybody in Law Nations, YouTube as well. Paul B., Chris Longley, Ninja Nuts, always in Ninja there. Nuts! Joseph Sandberg. <laughs> and let's give a few Facebook shout outs, too, before we jump into a couple, you know, talk about this camp. All right. Uh, you want to give a few?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give a few, since you've been giving hella shout-outs, you greedy sucker You just greedy as hell. He always want to be greedy and eat up all the shout-outs. Joe That's Lucia, Giovanna do. Ramirez, Dave DeLeon, Hulk Logan, I know about the Skype. We will holler at you about that, but you know we love you, dog. Cowboys, Mark Ron Smith, you know how we do. Ryan Dye, of course. Tyson West Coast, yes, we will holler at you. It's going to happen. I will hit you with that number. Antonio, my dog Lawrence, what's up, baby? Gerald Hughes, Val Gutierrez, Glenn Justice, Raymond Caliozo. I hope I said that name right. If I didn't, please forgive me. Katina Wright, Matthew Shelby. You know how we do. Terry Turner, Black Bart. Hell yeah, you know I'm in the house. You know what I'm saying? I got my guns. You better be ready. I'm going to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Floyd, I ain't saying the name pay ya. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I always kill it, but hey, let's do it. Yes, let's, let's do it. Let's do it because I'm excited, man. Michael Gallup's the truth.
0: I hope you're right about that. He's nasty. Uh, Young Wilson donates a couple of dollars to the Law Nation YouTube, and he says, Let's talk linebackers and tight ends. Hey, donate to the
2: Silver Blue uh, Nation, yeah, too.
0: Donate for us there as well. We'd appreciate that. We like it. And uh, we will talk some linebackers and tight ends. But first, let's go ahead and get some of your early impressions from camp.
2: My early impressions, is uh, just seeing the first few days, uh, looking at the padded practice, getting a uh, chance of videos. Shout out to Tyson because he has some good videos for us. Uh, shout out to a couple other guys, Yumi Cactus. He's got some also good videos. I've been uh, hollering at him. He definitely got some good stuff. But my first uh, th- impressions in practice is uh, Michael Gallup is good. Michael Gallup is going to be real good. Uh, I'm not going to brag and say I said it, but it was in January, early January, even December, when I seen a post from, uh, I can't remember this guy. Uh, he actually writes, I think for inside the star and he wrote about Michael Gallup and he basically said, um, that this kid Gallup was good. He gave the metrics, everything with the metrics. And I was just like, you know what? This kid looks good. So I went and looked at the highlights. I went and checked him out and guess what? you've seen him in practice he's got the he's got the size he's got the doesn't have the breakaway speed but he's physical good hands he already looks like he's got moves he's just exciting catch it looks like every, catching everything his way Cole Beasley was looking good too um Tavion Austin is very fast very fast uh Jalen Smith excited I don't know anybody who was sitting there saying Jalen Smith was looking weak out there. No, they had a run where I showed where Ezekiel Elliott had a run. We broke through the middle and skirted out. But when he broke through the middle, Jalen Smith broke off the tackle and met him there and
0: finished that. Real quick, Ryan Dye and some other people are probably asking where can they see these videos you're talking about. You can go to the Big Game James Facebook page page, as well as the Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page. You'll find them down there. Just scroll down throughout the last couple of days. You'll see all the videos that he's talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks for everybody who's been commenting with us so far. Tim Warner saying he can't see the video. Tim, you might want to check your internet connection. It seems like everybody else might be doing all right. Let us know what you guys think. Does it sound good? Does it look good? Let us know where you're watching from so we can get your shout-outs. As a matter of fact, on our YouTube channel right now, uh, we've got Joshua Furch who says what's up. Daryl Branscombe in Columbus, Georgia. What up? Uh James asked about who's looking good in training camp, so you just answered that. Mm-hmm. Um Floor. Almighty's in there. We got James Sorrels, he's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh-huh. Um James says forty one days left. It's gonna be forty two days, James, because that's gonna be on a Sunday, six weeks from today. So it's Barry Church.
2: Barry Church and then Terrence Newman.
0: Barry Church, Terrence Newman, in and the then, house. And then uh and then uh who had forty? <laughs> uh, uh uh
2: uh uh what's his name? He was a safety two.
0: Newhouse? No, he was – Uh, Was he 40? Was he 40? McCray. Let us know in the comments I if you guys know 40. who was a Cowboys player that wore the number 40. Bill Bates. He's, Bill Bates, there we go. <laughs> you should know you're a historian. Yeah, Bill Bates. you out the womb. You told Taco Charlton that he laughed at you. Yeah, I don't care. So make sure you go check that interview out Love you well too, Jessica. On the Silver and Blue Nation podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and find Sacramento. the interviews right there. So uh we can just keep picking up from where you left off you were you were talking about michael gallup how good excited you were about him anything Man. else that you noticed today or from the last couple days
2: um you know everybody was hyped up about the byron jones he got his interception had some good sticky coverage um i can't remember the receiver i believe it was uh deontay thompson uh he got the interception good sticky coverage i think that kind of led him more if that could have led the pass more i think he could have got it but I will uh, give uh, Byron Jones – he was in the pocket. He was sticky with them. Chris Richard said he'd do cartwheels if he does that and listens to what he says. So there's the excitement. Um, some downers. We keep on seeing Jordan Lewis is on the second team. Why? Because Anthony Brown has been getting cooked. Uh, Gallup hit him on the end and out, killed him. Anthony Brown has that hella speed, but he's always getting beat. We had a dude named Mikael uh, McKay. Catching a deep ball over over top of him. Anthony Brown had a bad day, looks like, yesterday. Not saying he's regressed or anything like that, but I'm just saying guys were catching balls on him. Where's Jordan Lewis the hell at? Where's my guy? Get him back in there. I know, Richard, you want the tall guys, but uh, Anthony Brown's not that much taller than him. Let go of the speed, and let's put my sticky guy in there unless something is really wrong with his attitude or injury or something got to be wrong, but he should not be in no second team. Um, offensive line, I showed some videos yesterday. Um, Tyron Smith. Man. Um, Travis Frederick, man. I don't know who he – I think he uh, pancaked – I think it was Brent Price. I mean, Brian Price – pancaked him, extra butter, extra syrup all on. He's put syrup all on him, just threw him on the ground, and just looked at him, put the football up, and gave it to the coaches like it wasn't nothing. Zach Martin and Jahad Ward was going at it. Zach Martin st- stunned him, but Jahad Ward was getting at it. He's a guy that looks good for a three-tech guy that's going to be subbing in for David Irvin while he's out. He looks like a, a gamer for us. Um, just excited. We got a lot of depth on the defensive line. Was hearing good things about Charles Tapper, too. Heard a couple times he was killing the second and third string Although they are second and third string, he still is killing them. He has to stay healthy. So uh, just looking good. Cheeto looks like the real deal. Um, he is the real deal at the corner cornerback spot. Xavier Woods, man child. Um, let's not keep on worrying about Earl Thomas. I really think Xavier Woods is going to have a nasty season. But I really think uh, Jalen Smith, that's a guy I've really been honing on. He's been looking fast. He's been looking good, meeting people in the holes. Jalen Smith, like I said before, is going to break out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's probably about due time for that. This will be his third year. I know he only played one year, but his injury should be back to the level that he was when he came out to be a draft pick, which would have made him a top five pick, which would have meant he could have started day one. So hopefully he's back. Uh, We need to give some more shout-outs before we move on a little bit further because we got a ton of comments coming in from all over the place. Evan Wilson says, Big Game James and G, how do you donate to your site? There's no button Let me know. So I will figure that out, Young Wilson, anybody else watching. We will figure out how you can donate to this channel on our YouTube page. Uh, We're going to get that right. So we appreciate that for you attempting to do that, Young, and uh, we will definitely have that set up next week, I promise you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jimmy says, what's good, Big Game James? What up? East Orange, New Jersey, in the East Orange, New Jersey. He says he's loving what he's seeing from camp so far. So am I. Um, Almighty ninety two talking about Gallup making body catches. He (laughs) wants to see those body catches by him. Um, (laughs) Well, you know what I understand. Brandon Cortez says, "What's up?"
2: Oh, my bad. Uh, Go ahead. I was just saying that, you know, he did – he did he kind of jumps up in the ball in the air like Terrence Williams. I've seen a couple passes, but he is a rookie. Let's give him – but if you watched in his tape in uh, Colorado State, he was not that type of guy. I think more – when you're a rookie, I played the game, and I don't know if you played the game. Usually when you're kind of nervous, you jump in the air right quick when you're that rookie because you don't want to drop it, so you don't want to make a mistake, so you'll tend to maybe body catch more because you want to make the greatest impression and you don't want to drop the ball. So sometimes you will body catch because you don't want to drop the ball. That's in your head security to yourself. When you're putting your hands out there, you're trusting your hands, and if you drop that, they're going to be like, oh, he ain't got no hands. So you will tend to body catch because you want to make a great impression. Once he gets more comfortable and more familiar, I don't think he will be jumping in the air. Any kind of body catching, I think it's more of the rookie nerves, him making a great impression. I think that will go away, and you're going to see a guy with strong hands because you saw it at Colorado State. So
0: I don't foresee that being a problem at all with him. I wish we could get to everybody's comments and questions. There's just so many, it's kind of hard to keep up, but we will do our best. So we'll give some more shout-outs and stuff like that in a second, but – I just want to let everybody know, just tuning in, this is a Silver and Blue Nation live podcast. We do this every Sunday, all season long. We'll be doing it pre-game, postgame post-game on Sundays, so make sure you guys are tuning in for that. Uh, we'll be here with you all season, all year, as we always are and have been for the past year and a half. So, if you just joined us, that's what it is. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, share, like, all that good stuff. Turn on your notifications. Hulk Logan has a question in a Facebook Live comments. Again, we're on Facebook on a lot of different platforms, so if you want your comment read, your shout-outs, jump over to Silver and Blue Nation Facebook page. That's where we're looking. Hawk Logan, you're talking about receivers. He says, who has a better chance of making the team, Lance Lenore or KD Cannon?
2: Lance Lenore because he's, he was the guy last year. KD Cannon just came in this past season, I think toward the end of the season. Lance Lenore was with the team last year, and they liked him. That's why they kept him and he's did nothing but train hard, work hard. And as long as he catches that ball and does the normal things, I think he has the edge. I know Katie Cannon has that speed, but we saw in some games last year, preseason games, Lance Lenore did show up. Lance Lenore caught a couple touchdowns. So it's not Lance, like Lance Lenore didn't do things for the Cowboys last year, but if we were so set in our ways as far as the lineups with Dez, Brian, Terrence, Williams. And those guys, Cole Beasley, he wasn't going to get a chance to crack the lineup. Now he does. So Lance Lenore, to me, has a better chance than KD Cannon. Although we love KD Cannon's speed, we're not going to really be able to see it because they really love Deontay Thompson as well.
0: I can't really speak on KD Cannon. I haven't seen much of him, but I know what I've seen from Lance Lenore, and I like Lance Lenore, and I hope he has a chance. You know, it's kind of a weird comparison, but he reminds me a lot of like a Patrick Creighton. I mean, that's yeah. kind of a weird comparison, but. That's not a bad comparison, kind of said when Patrick Creighton dropped that, them damn balls. Like, he. I liked Creighton outside of that.
2: Outside know. of that bull crap. Oh, I liked him. He you cost a, he, us.
0: He was a finesse tight receiver. You cost um, us,
2: Practice of Creighton.
0: We forgot to mention that today is Dak Prescott's birthday. So is happy it? Happy birthday to Dak Prescott. That's Damn. Right. Happy birthday, Dak. How
2: about you, it was happy birthday to uh, 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 Xavier Woods. It was his birthday. And Leo Collins it was his birthday a couple of days ago, too. Hella and Cowboys' birthdays. Well. Yeah, Hella Cowboys. So sh- shout out to Dak Prescott, Young Gun. Let's do it. Um, get that ball a little better. He had some good completions, but, you know, with the biggest thing I heard, you know, and even you watching with Dak, that he was never a great practice player, so we shouldn't put a lot of stock into what's going on with that, if, with his practice. But I will also tell you this too, sir, that we are, I think we're going to be okay with our quarterback position. Cooper Rush is good. Cooper Rush looked good like he was throwing them balls. Also, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White, like Mike Lowry, Mike White looks good. I told y'all about Mike White. I told y'all about him. He's going to be a good player. And I wonder how we're going to see how that lineup goes. I really want it to be interesting to see how preseason goes to see how those two quarterbacks play in the preseason because we're, we're okay. You know what I'm saying? What's up, everybody? I think we're going to uh, be having a few things uh, coming up right quick. I, Kayvon Frazier got to get that, that blood disorder um, together, number one, uh, to make sure. But he said he's good. You know Jeff Heath he is what it is. Uh, I think Jeff Heath is better. I mean, every year you got to improve, so you can say Jeff Heath is not going to regress. He hasn't regressed. He just made them stupid angles. That's the main thing we hate about Jeff Heath. He takes them dumb angles. But Jeff, me, Jeff Heath makes plays on the ball. He does. We can't hate on that. Hold That's the, the truth. notes.
0: Hold the notes for training camp for a sec, because we promised you all a special guests, and we got him on the line right now, Mister Lincoln Coleman Jr., Super Bowl champion. Yes. How you doing, sir?
3: Man, I'm doing all right, man. Sounds like y'all got a lively discussion going on,
0: baby. Yeah. Hell Always. yeah! Always. What's up, dog? <laughs>
2: Can you hear me? Can you oh, hear me? I, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm just making sure you heard me. What's up, dog? We was talking earlier. Um, you know what? I'm gonna just jump right into it. What you do yesterday? You was kicking with Dan, uh, Woody yesterday. Tell me about that.
3: Hey, man, I have a buddy of mine. His name is Anthony Montoya. He owns a boxing gym and he's got a couple of champions in there. So he put on a big show yesterday in the middle of downtown Dallas um, um, in a nice, beautiful park. And he had some, um, you know, Montoya used to be a, uh, a manager, you know, um, for Michael Irvin back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so we've known him uh, forever. And uh, he invited a bunch of our, us down and to check out the event, and it turned out to be a nice event. But Woody was there, and and uh, Flozell, and Jim Jeffcoat, you know Keith Davis. He had a bunch of people out there, man. So um, um, we ended up having a good time, and, uh, and and you know, and then we got to see each other all over again. So everything was good, man. <laughs>
2: hey, man, that was a good time because I seen you over there. I was jealous all day. I was sitting there like, man, he's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm just exactly the these guys, you know um you find a lot of NFL catch move to move to Texas when they retire you know no state tax. you know plus all the other fellas are here but Woody was uh telling me that he spends most of the week you know at home in Dallas and then uh, you know they fly him out there to yes to do his thing out there you know Thursday through Saturday or something
2: like that
4: all
2: right well that's good hey man I just want to ask mm-hmm. you a question that, season, that 93 season, that Super Bowl you got with them Cowboys, I want to know about Jimmy Johnson. Just tell me in a in a connexious, not not like a long thing, but just tell me well, what was that 93 season, what was that season like?
3: Uh, for me, my uh, butt cheeks were tight um, for <laughs> the whole season, okay, because, you know, uh, being a new guy uh, coming into a system where these guys already know how the, how the game is supposed to be played, I wanted to live up to the expectations that uh, was uh, given to me. You know, I, I started out the season, you know, as a uh, practice squad guy. You know, I practiced Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, actually, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I could do whatever the heck I wanted to do, you know. But I wanted to be on the field on Sunday. So, um, but being there with Jimmy, um, Jimmy was, I, I, people always say, yeah, he was you know, tough and crazy and all this stuff here. If you's the CEO of a company, you want to work for him because it's simple. You do your job, and everything's gonna be all right. Right. You know. So he wasn't. A, he didn't play politics, uh, especially not with me. I, I can I, I was playing arena. I, I was playing semi-pro football. Ninety-one, ninety-two. Then I started playing arena ball in ninety-three. You know. And then he picked me up. So he didn't care where I came from. If you can could be a contributor to this team, then uh, let's go farther.
2: Well, hey, I mean, you know what? That was exciting. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, another question. Tell me about that Thanksgiving day when it was snow. It was crazy. I was sitting with this girl. We was watching that game. i never seen the snow in Dallas. I've been there damn near half my life, and i never seen snow like that. Yeah, yeah. That's where you kind of balled out. Talk about that game.
3: Well, here's, you know, I was, um, like I said, I was on the press squad for, for a few weeks. The week before the Thanksgiving Day game, they brought me off. They t- they took me off of a practice squad, and I you know got on the regular forty seven, and that was for the Atlanta game because Emmitt was you know um, they they won, I was after my few weeks they want to bring me in and, and and be the backup. The week before Emmitt gets hurt in the Atlanta game, okay, and now we got a short week. We're going to play on Thanksgiving Day, and so I knew I was going to get some action. I just didn't know how much action I was going to get because of the, you know, I mean, the sleep, the storm took us all by surprise. But just being able to get in there where uh, in a game where everybody in the United States was watching this game because it's Thanksgiving Day. It's a tradition. It's the Cowboys. Right. Um, I knew I had to do something and, 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 and live up to, you know, all the expectations. So um, I was based, I was on the field but I was out of body you, know, it just, you see what I'm saying I'm watching the game while I'm playing the game right it was just right. that crazy I, I didn't I, I wasn't out of breath. I just, you know what I mean it was just, yeah. like, it was just it was it was surreal right you know and it, it was the biggest game of the, of the year and you know all of that kind of stuff so it was um a fantastic game um I hate we lost it but we did win the big one so <laughs> it didn't matter. You know, so, uh, but we had a good time,
2: man. Hey, man, I love it. Hey, I love listening to that because, like I said, I, re- I remember watching that game, and I remember you just bashing through the middle. I was like, yeah, look at League of Cubs. I think he might go. <laughs> he gonna do, he about to do some work yeah, for us. He about to get some yeah, work for us. Now we got a good backup. Let hey, go out. We got somebody now. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, we gave. We was easy behind that line that they were so committed to the run game. Mm-hmm. They were so committed to the run game, and, um, you know, whenever we got in a pinch, we were in the bind, or maybe we were behind, the line would just, you know, scream on the sideline, listen, let's just, let's just start running this thing.
5: Hey, you hey. know?
3: And so um, uh, that, that always turned the game back around to where we needed it to be.
2: Right, right. Well, hey, I want to well, give you one more question, Lincoln, before we get off of here um yes, I, this what's what's going on with you now what are you doing right now what's going on with you tell me a little bit what's uh what's going on with you right now
0: i got one more question well i
3: have um i have, I have a, a uh um, um a few health issues you know mainly uh mental health issues that i've been dealing with uh, over the past few years mm-hmm. um that is you know i really be honest with i haven't dealt with right is it was um you know, there was opportunities for me to start taking meds and doing, you know, living life sane, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't because, um, you know, for me, the roller coaster, uh, the, the insane way I was feeling right, um, was something that I thoroughly enjoyed. So um, I had to, over the last year and a half, teach myself, you know, through the meds and, and therapy and all of that kind of stuff that this is how I want to be today. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I, I, the medication, like, you know, I get, you know, I, it's a daily, you know, I, I take twice a day, you know, a multitude of beds. And like I said, about a year and a half, it's taken for me to kind of get used to doing that,
6: mm-hmm. you
3: know, but wow. um, I felt a lot better today. That's why you seen me out yesterday with Woody. Loving uh, it. I've been, I've been hiding for a very long time because, you know, Right, I don't want to walk out the front door. Right, but uh, yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all
2: right. Hey, we love hearing. Hey, first of all, number one, I love hearing that. I read the story about what was going on, but number one, I love hearing it. I love that you gave us the opportunity. My producer G is gonna ask you one question. We got here, but I just want to give you salutes uh, to you, salutes to everything you've done, salutes to you playing with the team, and just more more importantly, salutes to what you're doing in your life. And I just give you 100% salutes for me.
0: I appreciate it, brother. Hey, All right. Mr. Coleman, All right. Uh, I, yes, had, sir. I had a question for you regarding the current Cowboys. Um, yes. Me and Big Game James have been having this debate about the backup running back position. So, obviously, you were a backup to one of the great Cowboys yes. running backs, and Zeke has a chance to do that as well. So, now you got Rod Smith and Bo Scarborough kind of sitting there behind him battling for that spot. What's your take yeah. on that? Who do you think might come out with that that position?
3: Um, I hope I hope it comes out bloody. Oh, okay. I hope that I hope that back that that backup battle is a bloodbath every week. Somebody fighting to get on the field.
2: So basically, and that's how Ryan it's got to
3: be. I'm not saying I was the greatest, but I, me, and Derek Lassick, we battled just to be the backup to Emmitt every week, and that's how it's got to be. So I like the the Bo Scarborough uh, kind of deal. I didn't think they were hurting. And, you know, in uh, in the backup uh, uh, um, situation anyway, but this does and you know raise it up a level. Yep. But yeah, I hope they are. I mean, I hope they battle, uh, battle worn every week. Can't wait to get it in there. You know, to to get a couple plays behind Z.
2: Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, we appreciate you, Lincoln. I appreciate talking to you. We're gonna talk more. Yep. I appreciate the call in and thank you very much. And keep on doing what you're doing. We're gonna chop it up after this for sure.
0: All right, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, you. you guys take
2: it easy now. Hey, yes,
0: sir. We'll have to have him back on again here soon.
2: All right. I think we're going to uh, – and number one, we appreciate Lincoln Coleman for calling in. Hey, we, I got to talk to him outside of this. This dude is a cool dude, man. Like, this dude is super cool. Like, he has, like, love for life. I mean, I just love chopping up with him. He just, he just actually just makes me excited. Like when I talk to him, I just, it's just a, it's a great time. So I appreciate him. Having, you give us a little insight of what's going on and thank him for his little story. And we appreciate you and salutes to Lincoln Coleman Jr. Yes, Super and Bowl champion.
0: We also promised another guest today. Yes, sir. Uh, we've got trench warfare trainings. Brandon Tucker on the line. He's yes, worked sir. With a lot of current Cowboys and uh, take it away, Jim.
2: What's up, Mr. Tucker?
7: Hey,
0: what's going on, James?
2: Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, we got to talk earlier today. That was like one of my good talks today. I got inspired. You inspired me because you made me want to go uh, go train. You made me want to go run in circles and and go try to uh, hit a quarterback today. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, man?
7: Yo, come on. I'm good, man. You know, enjoying this hot hot weather in Texas.
2: Oh man, y'all flaming on there. What's it? What's it? Hot? How hot is it right now? Man, it's about 104. <sighs> Y'all been flaming out there. Yeah, hey, so, you know, yeah, we that, talked a little bit cool. earlier. with cool Mr. Tucker. What it's been, though. Hey, we talked a little bit earlier. Mr. Tucker, I didn't mean to cut you off, but tell me Thank what's going good. on. I, you know you've been training a lot of high school. You train college guys. You train NFL players. T- tell me a little bit about what you do and what's going on so a lot of people can get some insight of what's going on with you.
7: So, uh, what we do, and I have a training company called Trench Warfare. Um you know, we've been I've been doing it for about fifteen years. We really got going big about two thousand twelve. Um, when I started doing combine training and pro day training for guys and it, it's just exploded uh since then and you know, once I link up with guys they just they come back to me in the off season and we just try to keep that iron as sharp as possible. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: Well, you know what I? I we, you know we had talked earlier, and I said that you know I seen a video you had deal with Malik Collins last year, and I was like, man, that was a really good video. Video, re- real great breakdown. I wanted to see a lot of people the inside of what really goes behind. The, the inside of the training people just see the training camp and things but they don't see the off season and you really brought that to light and then i seen you did a video a recent video with demarcus lawrence and taco charlton which really blew up on air i posted on big game james page and our servant blue nation it was a really good workout so my question is you've been working with taco uh demarcus lawrence david irving mm-hmm. malik collins yeah. man tell me about these guys man what, what you what's really what's really going on with this
7: so it's it's been a blessing, man. So um, you know, back in uh beginning of last year, um, I had a, I had an opportunity to uh, to meet uh, uh, Cedric Thornton, mm-hmm. and, and he and I hit it off really, really good. Of course, when he was with the Cowboys, he was a captain, um, and he and I started working together, and and almost simultaneously. Um, I linked up with David Irving's former agent and, um, he sent David to me. Um, I did combine training for, for Lewis Neal. And before you know it, I had seven or eight guys, you know, in the same room. And, uh, it's just really been a blessing. It's really been a blessing.
2: Hey, yeah, I've been really watching that training, really what's going on. What do you think about this defensive line with this Cowboy team that a lot of these guys are coming in? What do you really think about them? Do you think they're really going to make that that leap that a lot of people have been expecting in the NFL? A lot of NFL insiders have been talking about DeMarcus Lawrence, Taco Charlton stepping up. Of course, you got Randy Gregory, those guys. What do you think about this defensive line this year? Do you really think it's going to do its thing? Man, that,
7: the, the defensive line for the Cowboys this year, um, has a lot of smoke. I mean, I, I don't even think – I don't think they're getting enough attention as they should. Um, you you got guys that um, are are half prepared at a high level. Um, you know, they're, they're playing for contracts. It, it's going to be something special to watch the, the Dallas front this year get after quarterbacks and, and ball carriers. It, 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 I don't think they're getting enough attention. They got some real smoke coming for you.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, hey, so – one guy that I think uh, that I, I've been uh, hyping on, I've been when he first got drafted, you know, everybody was down on him, it was Taco Charlton. Everybody was down on the pick. They were down on him last year. I wanted him. I thought he was going to do a lot better. Um, you actually got to see him and train him firsthand. What do you think about his expectations this year, too? Do you think that he's going to uh, show a lot of people that uh, that was uh, prove a lot of critics wrong this year?
7: I, I think he will. You know, I. I think sometimes when you have a guy that gets drafted in the first round, Mm -hmm. you know, they have unrealistic expectations put on them. Mm -hmm. Um, I really think the Cowboys did a great job last year with Taco. He he didn't have to be forced into the lineup right away Mm
5: -hmm.
4: uh,
7: because of their depth. And and it allowed him to, you know, get acclimated to the game, the pace of it, uh, the strength of the guy that he was going against. And, and if you look at it, uh, toward the end of the season, uh, Taco was playing very, very well. So I think you're going to – I think everyone's going to get what they want and expect out of a first-round guy out of Taco. I think he's really going to do his thing this year.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely do. So, uh, with, uh, ending with this uh, question, um, high school, you say you do some high school, college, um do guys do you train yet year-round do you just consider do you just do football training do you do other training outside of this what do you really do besides with the cowboys is this kind of like a year-round thing for you
7: it is so we we start training players as, as young as 10 mm-hmm. um and so we we go from from youth all the way up to the nfl um it's a year-round training program uh we, we're just wrapping up our summer program we'll end that on tuesday and then once once our high school group goes to uh those two-a-days mm-hmm. uh we'll meet once a week um on Sundays uh we get together and then we sharpen up again um so now it's it's a, a year round program this is my full time job um you know I've got guys that will that will come in they pop in on the weekends or I'll go up and see them and and with the amount of cowboys that I have now they they keep me busy during the season
2: hey right, well number one that's a beautiful thing um Number one, I appreciate you giving me the time. Like I said, when I posted a video and uh, your guy opposed uh, uh, something and I jumped on there quickly, I was like, oh, I got to meet this guy because he's, he's, uh, <laughs> sure. he's training them cowboys, you feel me? He's getting them boys right. Yeah, so I sure. definitely got to uh, meet him. I appreciate you giving out your little bit of time, your knowledge. Make sure if anybody is checking out, any kids out there in the Texas area, anybody who's watching, Trench warfare training—if you want to get good, Mister Brandon Tucker is the guy you need to see. I'm trying. I hope I don't send too much business to you, but man, you're good. I just want to keep on sending <laughs> people your way. <laughs> man, I
7: appreciate the James. I appreciate you, brother. Hit me up whenever. Um, it it was it was great. Um, you guys can hit me at uh uh trench You can hit me on Instagram at D-line underscore guru, and I'm at at Twitter at uh at twf training. Um. Hopefully we can do some big things this year, man, uh, with with the Cowboys and and get them back to where everybody expects them to be.
2: Hell, yeah. And we appreciate you again. Salutes to you. Thank you again, Mr. Tucker. We'll be talking soon. Thank you now. All right.
5: How about Uh, this,
2: Cowboys? All right. Feeling good
0: today. That was nice. Nice couple interviews there. Hopefully, Feeling everyone enjoyed that. That's tuning in right now. Feeling Obviously, we haven't gotten shout outs in comments. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a lot of great insight right there. Anybody who's watching, I'm sure that they agree with that. Where else are you going to get an interview with a guy who trained our defensive line, basically? Yeah. So, and, That's huge. And, and the guys. The Lincoln Coleman interview is huge. A lot of people love the insight from back in the 93 season, the Thanksgiving Day game. That's going to be fun videos play throughout the week so um hope everybody enjoyed that make sure you give us a like and a share and uh subscribe to us i still got something on the phone here
2: oh okay (laughs) and i think uh hit up tyson he may hit us up in a minute i'll hit you up tyson so just this is live so i hit you up if you want to hit me back we i definitely want to hear what you said he had the good Randy Gregory interview. Give him, let me give a shout-out to Tyson for that because guess what? he been he been grinding, been getting hella interviews. I'm going to give you shout-outs to that for Tyson for getting them grinding hella interviews, meeting all them guys. But Randy Gregory is my guy. There's certain people on the team that I really like. Um, Jordan Lewis. I do love Randy Gregory. Um, I think those are just like my two favorites right now. But – uh, getting that great interview with Randy, got to see you talk with him. And Randy just seems like a cool, cool dude, man. He just seems like he's just a happy-go-lucky kid. I want the best for him. Anybody who is hating on him and wants him to fail, get the hell out of here. You're not a true Cowboys fan. Um, so y'all just shut the hell up about that. We want nothing but good things and positive things for our Cowboys, and we don't want to see anybody falling. Um, so, so hopefully uh, that'll be a good thing. Yeah, so I think we got a few calls. But anyway, I think we got another call in.
0: Jump in there. If you want to jump in there and give everybody some shout-outs for a sec here while I get a couple things queued up.
2: All right, I'm going to give a few shout-outs. Tim, uh, Eric, Cowboys, Mar. what's up? Jessica, what's up? Wendy, Joe Lucia, anybody out here talking? I'm sorry if I didn't get to y'all, but, yeah, I think uh, Taco Charlton – um, He's going to eat this year. I don't know if, you know, he can get a five to seven sacks uh, for real, for real. If he can get five to seven sacks, that's a great season for him. And I, I did post it on the page that just be, beware. If DeMarcus Lawrence blows up this year and he gets another 14, 15 sacks, he's going to be commanding $20 million a year. I don't know if Dallas pays that. Stephen Jones said that, hey, we can pay DeMarcus, Zeke, and Dak. We'll see. But if that does not happen – Believe ye, they are prepping Taco Charlton behind him. He's the backup. He's still on a rookie deal at a third year. So if Demarcus Lawrence outprices himself, I could see them saying, well, we'll just move on with you and go with Taco. Just something to keep your eye on from my end, producer G and everybody out there. You could see it happening. And also, so, I mean, really, right now, I mean, if I'm really looking at it with training camp, I'm just uh, I'm excited because I think we got a really deep team, especially on the defensive line. I think that's the, my really my excitement. If I could talk to any Cowboys fans out there, that's my excitement is the defensive line or the defense in general. It just seems like we got a lot more depth. Maybe not star players, but that secondary, just the teaching. I like Ben Bloom. I like Chris Rasharda. If you if you look at the page, please go to Big Game James Page, Silver and Blue Nation. Please check out them drills that they're doing. They're doing a lot of teaching. I didn't see this last year, honestly. When I, when I watched those drills last year, I intently watched drills. I did coach youth football for about 15 years. I have been around the game for quite a while. And I know drills are very important and technique is very important. And I didn't see a lot of that last year. But, you know, I just felt like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, but, When you see a lot of the teaching this year and you see a lot of the technical things going on, it excites you because those are the things that are going to save you in those games.
0: Everyone who's been watching and commenting and liking and sharing and all that, we certainly appreciate it. If we didn't hit your shout-out yet, just stay tuned. Keep commenting. Keep telling us where you're watching from so we can – come across your name and shout you out as you come across our feeds. Right now, we're going to take a few phone calls so we can start up some rapid fire. You guys can call in, too, if you want to get in on a discussion. Rapid fire. You can see the phone number across the top, 1-866-217-1966. Right now, we're going to start up some rapid fire. We got Angel on the line. What's going on, Angel?
4: Hey, what's going on, man? It's been a a while, man. It's been like a whole year since I called in. Yeah. Uh,
2: Wow. I remember.
4: Yeah, man. Oh man, that's good. Hey, big game. I want to, uh, big James, man. Hey, man, you kind of looking like Von Miller right there with the hat, bro. I, I you told laugh.
2: you. I told you. I got the Von Miller look, big dog.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't know if people been telling you that, but yeah. <laughs> but now, bro, um, just want something, something quick. Uh, the wide receiver group, man. Something I'm seeing, like you know, a lot of like around the draft. You know, I know, I know, a lot of people want to uh, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore. But I just want to know your opinion. Like, would that make sense to put a rookie in that position? To like pretty much be like the hope and savior when you got to kind of build around. Like I kind of like, I feel like the Cowboys they kind of build from the ground up. You know, they kind of start from the bottom of the barrel, and if they can kind of get those mid-tier free agents, then a third-round guy. But they they first kind of like try to set a foundation before they just throw a first-rounder or pick up a free agent. It just doesn't make sense to just throw a guy out there who won't have help around them. And I honestly don't think you know Dak is developing to that quarterback that can really just pinpoint a target and, and win those, you know, throw to a guy who's going to win those 50-50 balls. Uh, he, uh, uh, he'll get there, but, you know, he's still young, so that's just kind of something quick, man. So, just want to get your opinion, Big, uh, Big J. Uh, appreciate it,
0: man. Yeah, appreciate your call.
2: Appreciate you, Angel. Number right. one, I missed it, too, All dog. Right. Appreciate you. Uh, well, I mean, I, I get what you're saying about the, uh, you know, throwing, like, the uh, rookie in, into the fire, but, you know, Dallas is good with throwing it into a fire, but I think if you really look at Michael Gallup, they really trust in him, and he looks really good. He looks like he's the type of guy that can soak things in. Don't forget about Cole Beasley. They're putting him out on the outside. I know he's a little dude. I get it, and he ain't gonna be winning a lot of like a lot of battles. But Cole Beasley is a good player. I did say trade him last year, but the reason why I said he was tradable because he was a good player and he and he created a lot of assets. I think um, uh, Alan Hearns is great in the slot. I think that's where he needs to stand. I think he needs to be under two. But I think if we were to have a number one receiver, I think Gallup is going to be that guy. He just seems like he's ready for that man. So maybe I'm trying to hype it up. I'm not hyping up after a few practices, but I've seen him in his college game. I've seen him in the combine, and I'm seeing him now show up. And I just feel like you don't keep seeing seeing those good improvements and
0: not be a player. All right, let's go ahead and then keep it moving with the phone line. We appreciate got you Angel. We got Robert who's been holding for a minute on the line. If you Sorry, guys are Robert. trying to get through and you haven't, just keep trying. Just keep you trying. Get through at some point. Let's go to Robert in California. What's up, Robert?
2: Yes. What's going on, Robert?
1: Hey, Big Game James. I I'm uh, Bobby from California, Robert. I'm a 50 year cowboy fan, and
5: uh, I
1: just came across you, Big Game James, Law Nation, Botch, and uh, Darius or Okoye uh, Media. Yeah. And it's just so refreshing, man, because you guys don't just dish us Kool-Aid, man. You talk yeah. about the real stuff. I really appreciate it, and I donate. And But I'm just Thank a new fan. I have one question. I know this is rapid fire, so I won't keep up uh, the line too long. And it's on LVE. I uh, appreciate the Cowboys draft picks as of late. Uh, But when I was watching his film on on running plays, I I, I was somewhat disappointed on his, you know, taking on blockers, getting off blocks, and and his tackling. But, you know, everybody says he'll be fine and everything, and I just wanted to hear your opinion. Do you feel the same way that he'll be able to be coached up up for game one?
2: Well hey, number one, we appreciate Thanks for that you. call, Robert. We appreciate you, Robert, calling from Cali. I'll be out there next week. Yeah. But yes, we appreciate you, Robert. Thank you for being a, t- a tuning in. Saying that's refreshing what you just said about all of us. We love you for it. Keep tuning in so we can keep giving you real stuff. But to answer your question, I understand everything that you were saying. I felt the same way. I watched his tape at Boise State. It was getting swallowed up by blockers. It was concerning because a guy that size should not be getting swallowed up in that small conference, and it was concerning to me. But I said, guess what? I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance because I don't have no choice but to give it a chance because they drafted him. But you know what? If you look at some of the big games that he played in, he's a guy that when he sees it, He's an impactful player. He sees it, and he will hit you, and he's got great size. He can cover, and he has good speed, and I believe that he has a good mind, and he has a good coach, and he has Sean Lee next to him, and I feel like they are going to coach him up, and being next to a guy like Lee is going to make him better, and I feel like he's going to soak up that knowledge, and I feel like he's going to surprise for us. Maybe not get, like, no 100 tackles or nothing like that, but he's going to surprise for us, and I hope he grasps the system because he's going to have to be an integral part of this defense.
0: Thank
2: you very much. Thanks, yes, Robert.
0: We'll talk to you soon. Call back in. Appreciate it.
2: That was a long answer. I should have shut the hell
0: up on that, that was a long one. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> anyway. Yes, thanks for all the comments and everything. Again, we have been – We love y'all. It's been a busy show. We have guests. We have interviews. We got phone calls. I mean – uh, you know, it's hard to monitor everyone's comments and do all that, but be sure that we're here every single Sunday So you never have to miss a show and you can always have your chance and do something to stand out You know, make us make us holler at you And Brian Fitzgerald said he, he wants some glory, Hope, but before we get to that, we're going to take another phone call first We actually have someone who's been waiting for a few minutes as well And we appreciate you holding on there for us, Rodney, you can actually go ahead now, sir
8: What's going on, Producer G? What's going on, Big what's Game James? How y'all doing on this beautiful Sunday?
2: What's good? We're feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling great.
8: Okay, my question was: This is what I would like to see from Jason Garrett. We, we I know we all love uh, Dan Bailey, one of the greatest kickers in the game. But if we on the plus side, you know, in the, in the, in the enemy's territory, and it's like fourth and two. I feel like we should be more aggressive this year. I felt like last year, we kicked way too many field goals.
4: Ah.
5: Especially
8: in that Seattle game, where we kicked about four of them. I was not happy. And he missed a lot, too. I feel like we're putting too much pressure on Dan Bailey. I feel like we need to put up points. I like him, and I, I want him to kick extra points. I'd rather have six than three. Mr. That's, that's what I would like to see out of Jason Garrett this year.
2: Mr. Rodney, you are speaking the 100% truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the damn truth. So help you God right now. You are speaking the truth. You put your hand on the Bible and you spoke the truth right now. Amen, glory, hallelujah. It's Sunday, and I just let the church say amen. Amen, because what you said was the truth. And I feel like the reason why Dan Bailey struggled was because we were relying on him too much because we automatically – I had a stat, actually, I posed on the page that once Dallas got inside, like, the 30-yard line, the 25-yard line – When we ran a run play, we did not check out of that play. We stayed in those run plays and ran them the whole time. So that just goes to show you how conservative we were, and we didn't have trust in Dak or probably the offense. So, yes, we need to have more sixes than threes. It's great to have a luxury like Dan Bailey, but that's not how you win games. You win those crucial games maybe with those three-point Uh, 49 yard field goals at the end but at the end of the day you have to score touchdowns those win games those wins championships and if you don't do that you ain't going nowhere so I feel you 100% and I we need to see that from Garrett and a little bit more because this is a critical year from here we can't hear and say the same thing championship or bust at least
8: oh yeah definitely because you you can we can even go back this is before my time but you know I look at uh NFL Network of the Cowboys from the 90s. We were blowing people out. We were averaging, you know, beating them at least by like, you know, 10, 17, 20 points.
2: <laughs> I feel you.
8: With the same philosophy that we have now. Mm-hmm. But they were, you know what I'm saying, they weren't as conservative as Garrett and the guys.
2: Yeah. And they can't be conservative and have to make plays. But, hey, we appreciate you, Ronnie, calling in again, man. Keep on tuning in. Appreciate the love that you show calling in. And thank you for calling in once again. And how about them Cowboys?
8: Oh Yeah, appreciate you. All right,
5: holla. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Can
0: we get some glory hole? All right, that's, that's rapid fire. Now we got to get some glory hole for Brian Fitzgerald, who was asking I need glory for it. Hole. Let's go ahead. And he needs – everybody needs a little glory hole. I need glory hole. hole. Let's go ahead and get it.
5: And uh, it is a reminder, I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it was. And so having said that, uh, uh, I, I, want me me glory glory. I want me
2: some glory hole. I me some glory hole. I just,
0: mean, just all how it right.
2: says it, just, I don't know.
0: Real quick, let me throw this out there, and I want to get everybody's thoughts in the comments, and you can, guys can keep trying to call if you'd like or keep commenting. We'll get your shout-outs. Your thoughts on the Des Bryant, Sean Lee beef. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: It's like we almost forgot about it, the Des Bryant, Sean Lee beef. Well, first of all, can I tell you my take on this whole thing? Let's hear it. My whole take on the Des Bryant situation is I'm not r I'm not taking no sides in this uh because I wasn't there. So I'm not taking no sides. But what I will say is this Des Bryant, you're immature. I mean you just or oh, bro, like for real. Like you 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 killing yourself by going against people in social media. I was told a long time ago. You won't win in social media. You beefing against people that you don't see and don't know, and you talking trash to these people. You will never win in social media. So, that to me is you are 30 years old. You still haven't grown up. You still haven't learned. You beefing it with people, calling all these kind of people out, this and that. And the biggest thing is what team would want to pick you up? Do you possibly had to deal with the Browns. Everybody's talking about you was possibly going with the Browns, maybe the Steelers. But now you're out there running your mouth, talking crazy. And then now I hear about you might be going on with uh, a Skip and a Shannon, talking about this madness. I mean, to me, I'm glad you're gone, and I love you, Dez. I do. I love Dez Bryant, but I'm glad you're going away from the Cowboys. You were a distraction. That's why the reason why they got rid of you. I don't care what anybody tries to tell me about it. It's the truth. He was a distraction, and Sean Lee was right in that aspect. He was a distraction, and it wasn't just him that said it. Everybody said it, and everybody knew it, but wasn't nobody ever going to say nothing to Dez because it was Dez and he was protected because he was a star. Once the start fades, nobody listens to that loudness no more. And that's what happened. You're not producing those 70, those 90-yard, those 90-catch seasons any longer. You're not doing that. So now people are less tolerant to what you have to say. And then that's it. So now you now have a job. You, I'm not saying you got to be this, oh, saint and blah, blah, blah. But if you're trying to get a job somewhere else and you're still playing the NFL and you're doing that to other player teammates, uh, I don't know if somebody else signed you. I'm just saying.
0: There I go with my muted mic. (laughs) But, yeah, now you're tweeting and and social media with it, so that doesn't look good. That's not going to be attractive to a new team as well. Now you just look – you know, you just kind of embarrass yourself by going on social media like that, really. You're just. Sean Lee just straight up said, yeah, we butted heads. He wasn't being accountable for, you know, not having production. He wasn't holding himself accountable. So,
2: And and I think that's the biggest thing I respect from Lee is because he's – most people always run away from it. You know what I'm saying, G? You know how the people when they put the microphone in your face are like, nah, we weren't beefing. Yeah, everything yeah. everything was cool. I We're was great friends. Actually. We're great friends. And I didn't think Sean Lee was gonna say it. But when he said, yeah. You know what? We did butt heads. I we did beef. I, I respected that. That's when I made yeah. me like him more because he's like, you know what? We did beef. He's right. We did butt heads. We did beef because I wanted him to be more accountable. And I believe that's the truth. And that's why he was never a captain, and that's why I said that. Well, he was never a captain.
0: You know no one's going to be outworking Sean Lee. I don't know if you can necessarily say the same thing about Dez.
2: And, and people want to say, well, Sean Lee don't say nothing because you've been injured. He, what the hell does him being injured have anything nothing. to do with him saying anything? He can't control his freaking injuries. He can't control because he pulls to the left and his hamstring turns. We Nobody can. But that doesn't take away from his leadership and what he brings to the table for the Cowboys. And what he was saying was probably the truth. And like I said, Dez got in up arms about it. And now you see why Dez was never a captain. And what else did he say that most people thought because the position Dez Bryant was in, he should have been more of a leader and nobody looked at him like that. They looked at him as a hothead and he got away with it because of his skills. Those skills are gone and now he is too.
0: And I think that what his current actions may have just lost him whatever cow- remaining Cowboys fans he might have still had. Um, I
2: hear, but hold up. let me say this: Jeff. people are saying that media baited Des. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're if Des is grown up and mature. Dez doesn't fall for the bait, and so that just goes to show why one of the reasons why he got let go is because of the immaturity, and it's followed him his whole career.
0: We've got a caller that's been waiting on the line for a few minutes. We appreciate you calling in, Red. You can go ahead now.
6: Hey, man, I appreciate y'all putting it on for the Cowboys, man. Y'all what? do a good job up there. Hey, right, we appreciate you, Red. What do? I want to say yeah. is, man, we got to get rid of Jared, bro. Like, y'all always talk about y'all like people that's a dog. Well, we need a coach that's a dog, man, because we need somebody like Jimmy or – uh big tuna man because garrett you know he too uh lackadaisical man he let just let dudes do what they want to do you know what i'm saying
2: well you know what check this out red i was listening to demarco murray he was actually on um the colin Cowherd show and he asked questions to demarco murray and one thing i know about demarco murray which i feel in my heart is that he's not a liar and when he was talking he was saying things of the truth and Colin Cower asked him some questions like what kind tell me the good about Jason Garrett and tell me the bad about Jason Garrett and what he said was right. the good he said the good was that he does hold people accountable he is a motivator he is a leader people do listen to him and do work hard for him so i don't feel like he's lying in that aspect but what he did also say was that Garrett has a problem with time management he makes bad decisions in the in game situations and cost them games So the biggest thing is that he has the team believing in him and rallying around him, but he has to get better in his game management and his game day things. Because if you look at it last year, what hurt us was those game day, the second half adjustments. That's what he has to step on, step up on. And that's what DeMarco Murray said. That's what a problem was with for him when he played for him as well.
6: Right. But you know what? They don't fear him though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody fears Jason Gary. They know they can go up and talk to Jerry.
2: I mean, I think that's probably everywhere. I mean, well, not everywhere, but I, I think that's probably what maybe people think. But once again, I will say this. In my own heart, I would think that, but unless I'm there and when I hear a lot of the guys, and I'm just, I'm just listening to what the players say. They have no reason to lie. They're just saying, a lot of players are saying that he is on them. He is tough, and they do believe in him. It's just those game day things that's killing us. And if he can manage that and get that over the hump, I mean, hopefully we can do something because when he's been our coach, we haven't been like 5-11, and 5-11, 5-11. We have had positive records. He just has to get over the – Big games, not falling in the big games. When we're playing a big game and we're 7-7, it's at halftime, not falling off in the second half, but moving forward. I think that's what he really needs to show for us moving forward if we want to be successful in 2018.
6: Hey, man, he eight years in now. If he I feel ain't got you. it by now, I don't think he's going to get it big game.
2: I feel you. I, all I can say is keep hope alive, dog. I'm going to just put the hand up.
6: I know. I'm from <laughs> Dallas, though, so that's why I'm speaking like this. Yeah. I, I've been a Cowboys fan since 1980, since I came in. I feel you. So 72 I, right I, I here, I big what dog. what it takes to be a coach in Dallas. He ain't got it. Well, hey, let's let's just pray
2: that something happens good, and if not, let's move somebody in there that can make it happen, big dog. But we got somebody else on the line, I think. But we appreciate you, Red. Thank you for calling you in and keep on tuning in.
0: Thank you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Holla you Holla. Go ahead, caller, you're on with silver and blue nation.
5: Hey, this is KG Geese. What up, dog? Hey, What's up, And I, I how y'all fellas doing, first
4: of all. And um uh,
5: my thing is with the Dez Bryant situation, I I'm a long time cowboy fan and I am critical. Uh, Jerry Jones with his statements, but at the same time with, with Dez Bryant, I felt that they should have, you knew you was going to sign this man, let this man go, allow him to be at the surgery, give him a team. So it's kind of like it's both bad on both sides because you allowed it to happen for seven years, and that's why the behavior was going on as it was. Mm. Now, second of all, if you knew you were going to have this man, let him go, free agency off the top, release him. Now, and I think that Dennis brown is an outspoken person, and now you're doing this with these anthems and telling people what they can't do when the policy is being discussed right now. You don't have nobody in that locker room that's really outspoken like this. So, sooner or <laughs> later, he'll go keep going just like they did Terrell Owens. So, what y'all gonna say about that?
2: Well, uh, if you're really being honest, if you want me to be an honest answer, I do agree with that in the aspect of you know the flag, the situation where the Jones has said, "If you kneel here, um, you're not going to be here." I'm gonna be honest with you. That's a touchy subject. If I was a player, I'd have a I'd have a problem. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a player that probably would take a knee uh, to prove anything. But if I was believed in something, yes, I probably would do something, and I would hope my owner would back it. So, yes, seeing that in my heart is dis- disconcerting. Um, but. Um, politics and and sports sucks. That's all I can say. I don't like it because I just want to concentrate on watching
5: the game. The owner is being like a bully because the owner, because the the, the association is still going through negotiations on how they're doing it. You saying, I don't care what they negotiate. When you're on my team, you're going to do as I tell you to do. And that's like a bully mentality. And I'm a longtime Cowboy fan. I've been a Cowboy since I've been 12, 43 years old right now. I don't like how they're handling that. No way. And nobody in that locker room going to be able to stand up to that. So that's why I think Earl Thomas you that's one reason why I don't think you would get nobody like that because he's outspoken, and the the, the current Cowboy roster, they're not trying to get nobody like that.
2: Well, let me ask you this then. I, I feel what you're saying, but does that mean you're going to not be a Cowboy fan any longer because of this?
5: Well, it, it may speak. Because, it, because it if you're speaking me, that strong, you know, you know, check this out. If you're speaking I, I that sh- Hold up. If you're speaking it, 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 that strong. I'm frustrated. I don't know. I can't really give an answer because I don't like how he done that. Right. And, you know, just, just telling the players, yeah, I, I'm concerned about y'all issue. But when you come checking in, hey, we don't need to be doing that. Well, all the other owners are have, open for It's the not season, all the other owners because Miami Dolphins issue. did
2: the same thing. The Miami Dolphins did the same thing. They said if you kneel, you're getting fined. So it's not just Jerry. My thing is this, and I and I feel everything you say. I'm not disagreeing with you, but my thing is this. If you believe that strongly with it, are you still going to be a Cowboys fan? Are you still going to watch the Cowboys? Are you still going to buy Cowboys paraphernalia? Are you still going to do that? Because if you're going to be that stauntly against it, my thing is you can't be a Cowboys fan any longer. You can't buy any of their gear, and you can't support anything he does.
5: Well, that's true, and I agree with that. That's something for me to, to really think about because I, I just uh, – to me, it don't sit well with me, but um, at the same time, what you bring, you bring a good a point, you know, that there's something that you got to think about, and most people are asking most players. That's why it's on ESPN as much as it is because what are you going to do? This is America, kid, and they're conducting this the way they are.
2: Yeah. Well, like I said, it's a, it's a sticky subject. I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't want to sound like a cop-out, but I just don't like talking. I don't like politics in general. I'm just being very honest with you. I don't like no politics. I feel like they all be liars. I feel like they all fake and play games to get money. And I don't feel like it has any place in sports because it just messes up the game. And I just want to watch them games played on football on Sunday. Hey, my thing is I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, And I have people come at me saying, oh, you like the Cowboys and Jerry Jones is is being slavery and racist. They don't got nothing with me doing like the Cowboys. So I don't want to hear it. So if that's what you want to say about me, I don't give a hell. I like the Cowboys because when Jerry Jones dies, if he died tomorrow, I'm still going to like the Cowboys.
0: Oh, he must have got off the phone.
2: (laughs) Ha, ha. So my, Whoa, my, was, my was that, dog Katie we'll talk later, but that's just my feeling on it. Was that a big battle or something? I know. I don't know. I don't I was a little checked out. Oh no, it was good. It was it was all good. That's my dog. Oh, he but hung up. No, I'm just saying that even if Jerry Jones dies, I'm still like liking my Cowboys. So to me it's bigger than Jerry Jones. There's gonna be another owner besides Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. And if I'm still alive, I'm gonna like the Cowboys. So right, I'm sorry. Man. Let's that's get to a
0: couple other last minute topics here before we wrap this thing up. Kayvon Frazier, he's out of camp with a blood disorder. You got some details on that?
2: Um, He's basically – we're we're waiting and seeing what's going on. Um, He's coming back reporting saying that, you know, it's just precautionary measures, just something that they want to check out. Um, I hope it's nothing serious because, you know, he's worked this hard to get here and now something like that be taken away from him with a blood disorder or anything like that. So I pray nothing bad is happening. We're on the wait and see. He's basically saying it's nothing serious, so I guess we'll just go by what he's saying – Um, until something goes up but it does put into light our depth on our safety position because if something were to happen with Kayvon Frazier that depletes us in the secondary especially in the safety position now you can see possibly Byron Jones flexing back at times if we don't have somebody then you can see us dipping in the uh, free agent pool and looking for somebody to possibly sign if Kayvon Frazier doesn't go this year or this season.
0: Here I go. I continue to talk to myself, not you guys, so I'm sorry about that. I keep muting my mic. A lot of things going on here as a producer sitting in this chair. Uh, Let me shoot you another question. Do you like the new defensive line nickname they came up with, the Hot Boys?
2: It's corny as hell. I think it's corny as hell. Corny, super (laughs) corny. But, like we talked about it, gee, if we get a five-sack game, I will scream, hot boys, hot boys, hot – there's the hot boys. But that's it. Oh, I didn't mean to say that word. But that stuff is corny. That's all right. Uh, that stuff is corny. Um, The hot boys, Like they were saying, one, you know, the older people going to be Manny and Juvie and Young Turk and BG. I don't even know if Taco even knows those real guys because you got to – I don't even think you know them. But I think the name is corny. But, hey, whatever you got to do, make a name – do something to make it you know fun and exciting challenges I like that that's the kind of stuff that brings your team together your defensive line camaraderie so I love it and if you've been checking out Taco in his interviews he's getting his his swagger back Uh, Last year he was real kind of quiet, and I think he was kind of pissed off about a lot of people saying he wasn't doing anything. So I think he really took it personal. You saw he bulked up. Now when you're talking to him in his interviews, he's saying that cocky stuff that even when he was at Michigan. So I think you're going to see some good things from him and that defensive line. And I think DeMarcus Lawrence is going to have another fabulous year. I think he might hopefully. I hope he doesn't, but he might outprice himself with Dallas because I think he's going to have another 14-sack season.
0: Well, that wouldn't be bad, I guess, for one more year. Um And hopefully Randy Gregory can take over so we don't have to worry about paying Lawrence. Anyway, um, hopefully we see that much from Gregory. We're going to take another phone call here from Jessica. And then after we do that, uh oh, we are going to hit on one last topic. We're going to go and give some shout outs So make sure you get your last minute comments in here. We'll be here a few more minutes. We're going to go through Facebook Live, YouTube, all these different areas where you guys are watching and commenting. We're going to give everybody shout outs before we get off. Uh, at least the people that comment here at the end of the show. Um, And this will be the last phone call and then another topic. So let's go ahead and let Jessica on the line. How you doing, Jessica?
9: Hey, y'all. What's up, Jessica? What's up, Big Jay? How
2: you doing? Hey, congratulations on your graduation and all that good stuff over there.
9: Thank you. I love it. I, um, yeah, I saw him tweeting last night, but I ain't trying to be on that subject. I was just asking everybody just let that go. Mm-hmm. But I did tell him, if you had so much that you felt like you was done wrong, why don't you let God handle it? I said, this here will follow your son. This here, Your son will be uh, done like this. But a lot of people that are following us, they're going to tweet him. They're going to tell him, God, yeah, we were saying stuff. So. But like I told him, this ain't the way to handle it. And the boys are in camp now. We don't need this. He's being a distraction. He needs to stop
5: hmm. Well, I
9: mean, and like- everybody, like I said, we just trying to focus on our boys. I've been seeing them. They've been doing good. All the clips I've been seeing on Twitter been fire. Mm-hmm. But after I prayed and I talked to him and he retweeted what I said, he uh, stopped. And he started talking about some game, Digimon or whatever cartoon. But he stopped. I did tell him he need to stop because <laughs> this is going to follow his son. This is not good for him. How you expect to get somewhere you acting like this? All this proved to us that he was doing what they said he was doing in the locker room. He wasn't trying to burn. Dak, I've seen pictures of Dak Niamh hanging out at the. Uh, the what is that? The studios, uh, mm-hmm. Disneyland, hanging out, bonding. Mm-hmm. It's better to bond on the field and off the field. Because mm-hmm. if you can't bond off the field, then what good are you gonna bond on field and not win games? But this here is a new day, a new time, and a new start. And I love what I've been seeing the boys doing. I've been seeing. I've seen the clip with um, Taco and. Um, tank working out together with that guy mm-hmm. it's good and our boys gonna kick bust this year i really believe that this is our year
2: Hey, i love it and guess what can the church get another hey, amen i had an earlier sermon today and you just came down with the <laughs> sermon of the lord today sorry, on sunday hallelujah i'm gonna do my dance you gave me the dance you gave me the dance <laughs> you gave me the dance i love you You spoke the truth right there. And you know what? Just to be on the real side, Miss Jessica, I agree with you 100%. Is that everything that he was saying on Twitter, it just proves that Guess what? You call it, You were that guy because if you weren't right. that guy, you would have took the high road. And people are like, don't take the high road. But you don't win on Twitter. You got three million people tweeting right. you saying crazy stuff to you won't talk win. To him when
9: he was on Facebook, right. he called me out on Facebook and told me I didn't know football. Oh, wow. I said, I know football.
2: <laughs> wow. I played
9: with the boys and we were not playing no touch. Yeah. You got to be running and looking at the football and at the quarterback while he's throwing the ball at the same time. When you're running those routes, you got to watch. You can't let the man that's on you get in between you and your ball. Mm-hmm. You can't let the, your opponent I beat you. I'm sorry I don't talk football like the dudes do. You talking football, stuff, girl. That's how I know. You talking a country football. country girl playing, raising up with the boy cousins, playing football.
2: You talking football right now and the church said amen. <laughs> <laughs>
9: I'm just saying, when it come down, you got to deal with what you're doing, and you can't be out there playing around.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, you know what? We're about to call it a day. Thank you for calling Miss yes, Jessica. Sir. Y'all
9: Love y'all. My peace. We BC love you. We love you. Love y'all too.
2: All right. How about you? Yeah! Man, hey, I, I just want to tell you, number one, everybody who calls in and supports Silver and Blue Nation, Big Game James, Law Nation, DDP, Hey man, we appreciate y'all. Everybody who tunes in. I love every single one of y'all. Like y'all like the realest people ever. These are the best days I have. When I have a bad week, I can't wait to get in this studio for like an hour, two hours just to get to talk cowboys football with all y'all 'cause y'all clear my mind and I appreciate all y'all for it. Thank y'all. You're
0: my drug. All right, we got we got one more topic <laughs> and then <laughs> This has been a different type of show. We had a lot of guests today. We normally don't have this many guests, so we're normally more into the comments and what you guys are saying. So bear with us. We're kind of in and out. If you missed anything, we're here every Sunday next week. If you tried to call and didn't get through, you can try again next week. It's really going to heat up and get real fun as we get to these games. We're doing pregame and postgames. People really love calling in on those shows, so that'll be fun. Uh, We'll be here next week Sunday as well, giving you more recap on camp and what's been going on. Big Game James has got something going on.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, forgot. This <laughs> we week. Forgot. Com- no, No, this week. <laughs> this week. Anybody shouldn't even. I don't know why y'all tuned out. You all better get these views back up in here. I'm going to be at training camp next week. I'm so geeked. Uh, you know what I mean? I haven't been to a training camp in Cali in ever. Just keeping it real. Um, and I'm super excited about that. I'll be out there Thursday through Monday. What are those um, dates. Those dates, uh, August 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. Uh, my homeboy lives in uh, San Diego. My I got my cousins in Chico, so I got family out there anyway, so I'm going to have a good time, me and my baby. And, you hear us? We're going to be out there, and we're going to have a good time, and we're going to just try to get that Cowboys love. Tyson, I'm sorry I try to get a hold of you, but hopefully we'll hook up when we're down there, dog, and, you know, you can show me that love that you've been getting down there. you be getting hella love down there. You better show
0: it. Mama T says she had back surgery. Sorry about that, Mama T. Hopefully you're getting better and uh, just rest up and, uh, you know, keep watching shows and resting. So that's how it works. Yes, Mama T, Uh, get better
2: because we'll be in Carolina soon.
0: What's the latest on the Earl Thomas saga?
2: Man, listen, all I I can say is this, dude, Bobby Belt. I'm just going by Bobby Belt. Bobby Belt bet his life, and he's a Cowboys insider. Like, he messes with – like, he's right there with the Cowboys. And he said he would bet his life. His life. I, I showed a lineup with the Cowboys. He did a defensive lineup and he had Earl Thomas as the starting safety. So he's saying he's betting his life. He's going to be there week one. So, I mean, I don't know. But right now, in my heart, if you could open my chest up and look at my heart, it would tell you I don't give a hell. I want to see Xavier Woods play. If we get If we get Earl Thomas, like I said before, cool. Let's do it. If he ain't Cool. We're gonna be all right. We had an eighth-rate defense without them last year. We're better than last year, I believe. We're gonna be okay. That's just the added piece to the puzzle. But if not, we still got the pieces to, to the puzzle.
0: Tim Warner wants to know the phone number. Uh, Miss Jessica put it in there for us, and you can see it right across the top You're of streaming. the screen right there. It's streaming. Tim, you, if you look at the the top bar, you no, know, might You're be a little squinty to on your eyes, but. It's 1-866-217-1966. 1966 two one seven one nine six six. We're probably not going to take any more phone calls today, but make sure you tune we'll in next week. We'll get you next week. Sorry, Tim. And uh, make sure you be calling in. So, are you going to be missing the show then? Nope. You'll be back in time for the next show.
2: No, I'm going to be here. We're going to you're going to uh, Skype be in. There we go. <laughs> what the hell? Nah, I know they didn't Skype in, but I got Skype on my Note eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get a I, I, I,
2: we we having a show Sunday because guess what? Sunday is the Blue-white scrimmage. So the blue-white scrimmage is Sunday, so we could have our show whenever you want, and then I'll be showing that blue-white scrimmage as well. But we're definitely going to have a show. What? We're going to have a show? I'm going to be out there in Cali, dog. Are you serious? We're not going to have a show, and I'm out in Cali? Hell to the no. We having a show, big dog. You have to. We have to. Like, that's that's guaranteed. And then when I'm here, you're going to have to call in. We're going to have to make something happen. I'm going to have to just get super good on the techniques because you're going to have to call in when you're there too.
0: Um, Again, stay around. We're going to give all of our shout-outs here in just one second. I got one final question for you. What are you looking forward to now in training camps? Now we have day one through three. What are you looking forward in between now and our next appearance? Um,
2: I, I think just really the physical battles. I think the offensive line is sewed up. Continue to look at what the receiving core. Um, Cedric Wilson went out with an injury yesterday. He injured his shoulder. We're going to see how bad that is. That's a disconcerting because he is a six-round rookie. Um, but I just want to continue to see where Lance Lenore is going to end up, Deontay Thompson, uh, Cole Beasley, the receiving core, Terrence Williams, to bring them along slowly. How is he going to do? But me, I'm a defensive guy. I just want to keep on seeing those linebackers, uh, the secondary, the defensive line, Dayton Jones, uh, 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 Jaha Ward, the three techs, or one text, see how Collins is coming back, Crawford, uh, uh, Lawrence, Taco, I just really want to see what that defense is going to do because that's going to be our important piece. And I just want to say one thing, Jalen Smith has looked good in that middle at the middle linebacker. Zeke Elliott had a breakout run, but he cut through the middle, and Jalen Smith broke off that that block and stuck him in the middle. And if it was a real game, he would have been stuck for no loss. Jalen Smith is looking good. I said he was going to break out, and y'all should be really excited. If LVE catches up and does what he's supposed to do, this defense is going to be super nasty.
0: Delicious. Sounds good to me. So uh, so let's go ahead and give uh, some last minute shout outs. If you missed anything from the first part of the show, we had Lincoln Coleman Jr. on, a former Cowboys running back for the 1993 season, a Super Bowl champion. He backed up Emmitt Smith. Uh, he's famous. Well, he his moment of fame, I guess, would have come in the so the Thanksgiving Day game against the Dolphins that season, the famous Leon Lett fumble. Yes. Right when he was about to score. Sheesh. So uh, check that interview out. You can re-watch the show as soon as we end the stream. And then also Brandon Tucker from Trench Warfare Training, um, who has trained a lot of the current Cowboys defensive line players. Uh, you can check out that interview too. So we had those both on earlier today. And uh, you can check catch us every single Sunday, Silver and Blue Nation. Live streaming podcast, EBSN Online, Dallas Prospect, Law Nation, Phantom. It all goes on and on. Big Game James Facebook page. I mean, we're all over the place. So make sure you guys are turning on notifications, subscribing, thumbs up, sharing, all that good stuff. If we missed your comments, make sure you come back next week if you comment earlier in the show. Let's go through and give a few shout outs. Right now I'm looking at our Silver and Blue Nation YouTube channel. A lot of people been commenting there. I haven't been able to see it. I mean, obviously, today was a loaded show with all the guests, but uh, young Wilson, again, who's been watching all day, and, and the whole show, and he wants to know about donation opportunities for Silver and Blue Nation, which we will get that up to you. Matter of fact, while I'm sitting here talking, let me put up our uh, Patreon account so you guys can – this is where you can go if you want to support Silver and Blue Nation. You can go right there to patreon.com. You can check out our little profile there, and you can browse through it and see what – Options might fit what you guys want to do as far as working with Silver and Blue Nation. Um, Almighty 92, Stevie Mack, James Sorrells, Kevin Kincaid, Cold Milk 72. Cold Milk 72, I like that one. Ninja Nuts. Ninja Nuts always. I remember Vondell Jackson was in there. Paul B, Ryan Kirk, Cool Hand Luke, Chris O'Zell, Jesse Ortiz. James Runnells, Ryan Kirk. I mean, it goes on and on. Justin Quirles, Angel Rodriguez. He called in today. We appreciate that, Angel. Gerald Beasley, Lindell Davidson, the Black Skip Bayless. Everybody the who's Black watching. The Black Skip Bayless, I love it. <laughs> we appreciate everybody. I wish I could get everyone's name, but I can't. Actually, that was Law Nation's YouTube. So, if I'm looking over here on Silver and Blue, Stevie Mack, he's been bouncing around. He's looking on both. He's like, That's I'm, my dog, I'm Mac. in Laws and I'm over here. So. Yeah uh appreciate all you guys who tuned in if we can give some facebook shout outs now we can do that if you see a few in there
2: yeah mama t mr marvin you know how we do uh uh carrie teagle what's up wendy salzer joe lucia as always cowboys mark you know how we do ryan drab what's up big doll jd kersey uh rich evans jessica you know i love you Juwan james as usual and that my boo thing. And then I got Tim Ward representing from Alaska. You got to get them glasses. They hot. Them is Devon the Miller glasses, big dog. Uh, Hogan Logan, you you big and strong. We're going to get you in there because I love your name. You know what I'm saying? Then I got who else I got in there. I'm looking. I'm looking. So Terry Turner, what's up, big dog? Terry's in there. You know how he does. Brian Fitzgerald is in there. Yoshua Yos- Steven. That's another name right there. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know all the names. Tracy and Chris Stewart, uh, Tracy. And- Chris Sweat, how you doing like Keith Sweat? And I can't go any further because it cut me off. <laughs> well, I'll look but, at a few too. But any names I forgot, anybody who tuned in, I apologize. Trust and believe if your name was here, i give you the shout-out because we n- do nothing but show y'all love because we appreciate all y'all. All the people that have been with us since day one, there's a whole lot of them, and all the newbies and all the people who are going to join Silver and Blue Nation, Big game, motherfucking James! It's going down. You better check us out next week, cause it's gonna be on Silver and Blue. It's gonna be on Big Game. We're gonna be see them training camp highlights. You are gonna see them players. We are gonna try to get that good action, games, everything. We just have trying to have fun. Hey, with G.
0: That's right. And I'm gonna leave you guys with some sound bites that you love, some glory holes, some Drew Pearson. I saw glory holes. Asking about that. So Drew Pearson
5: don't ever get old.
0: Stick around for glory a sec Hull. when we when we uh, wrap this thing up. If you want to hear that, you can. If not. Going about your day. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next week. That's big game, James,
2: and that's producer G Voltron.
0: And this has been another producer G production. We out.
5: How about this, Yes. Yeah! And uh, it is a reminder, I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it was. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hole.
1: To announce the Dallas Cowboys selection, please welcome the University of Tulsa wide receiver
8: selected to